Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Call from... Zim Blanity. Hey, what's up? Hello? Hi. Hey, what's going on? Who is this? Uh, this is uh, Zim Blanity. Zimblanity. Uh, have we yes. spoken before, Zimblanity? No, this is my first time. What's up, Zimblanity? What's going on with you? I, uh, I don't really know. I, I do wonder to myself why I have such an aversion to therapy that it's easier to call in to a lizard. Okay, and in that wondering as to why you have such an aversion to therapy that you call a lizard, what sorts of uh, observations have you made or conclusions have you inched towards? Um, I think it's just the anxiety, you know? But uh, I don't know how to fix it, and I'm hoping that maybe you could do that for me. Um, I cannot... I can't promise I can do anything for you, but I will try. I will talk with you about it. What are you anxious about? Uh, I mean, everything. I'm like shaking on this phone call right now. Okay. That right. makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. Don't know. What. Hmm. How old are you? Uh, I'm 30. Okay. I if, should have not you... be this way. Well, I wouldn't jump to that conclusion. Um, how long have you been this this way, as you say? Uh, it's been years, man. Were you? Can you remember a time in your life when you were not this way? Whatever, whatever this I, way means to you. Yeah, I. I mean, I really, I really cannot. It's. Uh, I've always been an anxious head. Now I'm a an anxious, non-binary individual. Um, all right, you're an anxious kid. Now you feel like you're an anxious adult. Yeah, I've tried medications, um, meditations. They didn't really help. Okay. Hmm. Well, I'll ask you a few questions. Is your Do you think your anxiety is? Rooted in the future, or are you dwelling upon the past, or is something about the present giving you anxiety? Where, 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 where is the anxiety? Or is the answer just all three? I mean, it, it really would be all three. I mean, I, I guess not the past because I really just kind of I let I just let things go. Uh, but I'm constantly worried about uh. Recently, if I'm going to finish my apprenticeship, I'm worried about my friends, uh, what they think about me, if I'm doing right by them, if I'm a good dad, just all the things. You have a kid? Yeah, I do. How old's your kid? She is eight. Eight? Eight, yes. Eight, wonderful. Do you have a... A uh, significant other of some kind? Um, I do. I have uh, my partner, Drew. He's he's amazing. He's a good okay. boy. Okay. And is Drew, like, did you guys do, like, an artificial insemination thing? Is he... Oh, no. Um, so, basically, before 
I discovered that I was queer. Um, I had been in a really abusive relationship for years. I did feel at some point that my only way out of this relationship was uh, through my daughter, my now daughter. Uh, that's a whole bag of worms. Your now daughter is, is so was like you were in a relationship with somebody, and and that uh, woman is is that the mother of of your daughter? Yes. Okay. Is she in your life in any way, shape, or form, or? Um, we have like a shared parenting thing going through a custody, whatever right now. Uh, I'm trying to get full custody. It's not looking good. Uh, Ohio's a, a mother state, as they say. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so how often do you get to see your daughter? Um, it really just depends. Uh, my ex is uh, she thinks that like a long-winded text messages with grammatically correct spelling is a legal document. So sometimes I get to see her every weekend and then sometimes I'm just sitting around hanging out and then I get a a big text message at like 2 a.m. that says I so-and-so no longer agree to our inherent parenting agreement and you won't be getting her these days and that's not how that works, but going to court costs like a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. What do you do? Uh, right now, um, I am on disability because of the anxiety. And hmm. I am trying to do a piercing apprenticeship at a tattoo shop uh, and... I hope that that works out. I'm hoping I can claw my way off of disability with the apprenticeship. But, you know, we'll see. Hmm. And what does Drew do? Uh, Drew is a tattoo artist. He's an illustrator. He watches dogs. He He's really just kind of caught up in the gig economy right now. So, all right, so because you're on disability, I assume you at one point did have to go to a doctor or a psychiatrist or a therapist of, or of some kind and get, like, medically diagnosed with something. Is that, yeah, is that true? Yeah. What, what, were, you, what yeah. were you medically diagnosed with? Uh, just I was diagnosed with uh, the severe anxiety, the uh, severe depression. Uh, this is, I mean, like I said, this is things that have been happening like since I was a child and it's like, it is debilitating. Like, yeah. but I'm trying my best. Okay. Um, mm, and have you, and you said you, uh, would, <laughs> so tell, tell me again why, um, you feel more comfortable talking to me about all all these things instead of talking to an actual therapist. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Something I I don't know, maybe something about the the suit kind of takes the, the the power away, the seriousness of it. But does it I mean does it make it I mean this is a, a you know, a, a, a other other people are listening right now. Does that make you more anxious or less anxious? Do you not care about so, that? I mean, it, to me, those are just numbers on a screen. I know my friend is listening right now. Okay. And uh, that makes me anxious because I know that they can hear me. Okay. So. But you wanted to talk regard so you, but you still feel comfortable enough with them hearing you that you're doing it. Yeah, they've heard about these things before. I wouldn't have talked about these if it was a thing that I wasn't comfortable with them hearing specifically, but say like, if somebody else, you know, uh, you know, uh, figures out or, you know, someone else in my life, that that would probably cause anxiety. I don't want to feel like I'm like trauma dumping to my friends. Sure. Okay. Uh, can you not afford to see a, a real therapist? So 
since I'm on disability, I'm on the Medicaid. So sweet. I just started. Uh, uh, I just got a new therapist last week, but it is. Uh, I don't know. Like I've already opened up more to you than I had him, and uh, it's. I don't know. It's I. Uh, you know, there's like fight, flight, freeze, and fawn, and I just like freeze. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, I, I did the doc and the doctors gave you medication, and you tried that. They probably told you to fucking do some kind of meditation thing, and you tried that, and nothing worked. Yeah, that's uh, I, I'm doing medication right now. Uh, I don't feel that it's working. I've honestly had more success, uh, which microdosing, uh, mushrooms. Oh, cool. LSD. Cool, cool, um, cool. Not that how I did think the, how that did that's the, a good idea. How did, those make, it, how did those make you feel? Honestly, uh, my first time uh, microdosing the LSD, it blew my mind. I, I felt like I went from like some autistic anxiety riddled person to just be in a normie <laughs> yeah yeah you went from you went from 4chan to pinterest i really did yeah i had this was my white girl summer nice nice um okay and then like here's the thing with drugs i thought about this uh, I thought about this last time I tripped shrooms. Drugs are like that scene in the bre- uh, drugs are like that scene in the Breakfast Club. Have you ever seen the movie The Breakfast Club? Yeah. All right. You know, um, so when you when you take mushrooms or LSD, you have that like, oh, I know, I um, I I have this epiphany and that epiphany, and I feel this and I feel that, and everything feels like it makes sense, right? Um, yeah. So it's like, it's like that scene in the bre- but. It's like that scene in The Breakfast Club where the nerd, you know, is talking to all the other guy, people and he's like, so Monday morning, are we are we still going to be friends? Did any of this matter? Yeah. You know, so sober you right now talking to me. Uh, have you retained any of those epiphanies? Did any of them matter or affect life after the trip? I mean, in ways, yeah, because uh, I feel like it lowered my defenses or gave me the courage or whatever to take steps towards uh, bettering myself and bettering, like, my life. Um, I was microdosing when I was able to, like, ask my friend for a peering apprenticeship. And I'm, like, I'm really putting my eggs in this basket because I'm hoping to start making money and be able to save and stuff. I wouldn't have been able to put a foot forward if it wasn't for like the strength, the, the wall or whatever that the, the micro dosing gave to me. Okay. That's great. That's good. So you're on a, uh, and how long ago was that that you were trying out this and doing all these things? Uh, I mean, I've been microdosing for like a year now, I think. All right. Is your life better uh, today than it was a year ago? For sure. Fantastic. Okay, you're on an upwards trajectory. You're a you're a positive stock. I, I hope so. Yeah. No, I think I think I think you are. Um. Hmm. <laughs> All right, so you're you're in a uh, piercing apprentice. Yes. Okay. And you, what's you in your in your anxiety riddled brain? What is the anxiety over the over the piercing apprentice? Uh, it's honestly, it's just I, I don't know. It's it's a bunch of uh, it's just drama. It's like. Everybody's mad at this person. That person's mad at this person. I feel like I'm going to get swept under the rug because of these things. Really? 
Yeah. I I you you said I when you you said um it's funny you said I shouldn't be this way at 30. I don't think 30 yeah. is too old. 30 is not too old to have anxiety by any means. But it's it's too old to engage to engage in drama in any way shape or form. Eh, maybe I wouldn't say I don't want to put an age thing to it at all, but but you shouldn't be. Why? Why? In what way are you engaging in this drama? So I'm not engaging in it. So basically, uh, my mentor, you know, shows up late, stuff like that. Her car breaks down. People get upset with her. Um, I feel like maybe there's some residual upsetness aimed at her that's being placed on me because I'm an apprentice. I feel like maybe they're not taking me seriously or they feel that I'm not serious about it. Uh, I'm not trying to engage in drama. I just, uh, I know drama happens and like sometimes it boils down to like playing both sides of the fence and I just, you know, I just want everybody to get along and have a nice time. What's the version of this that involves you spending 100% of your time dedicated to just learning how to get better at your piercing and tattooing? I'm um, not thinking about anything outside of that. I guess. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what the... Uh, I'm, tr I'm tr trying my, my best to okay. do that as it is. Okay. Good. Good. Um, okay. You're trying your best to focus on how you yeah, can just do the job instead of instead of worrying about you know what the hell's going on between your mentor and the the other person. And then yeah. what else? You have this crazy uh, ex-wife scenario. I'm sorry about that. That's really 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 tough. Um, yeah, it's it's you, a white trash. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. You worried about you were worrying about it whether or not you were a good father. Yeah. Why are you worried about that? Um, I feel like because of like the optimism, because of the anxiety. Uh, the depression. Uh, I feel like there are people in my life, like, and that are also in her life that, like, uh, infantilize me when it comes to, like, being a father. And they, I, I just, I feel like I'm constantly just, like, questioned on whether or not I'm able to do this. Okay, so this is, what does that have to, I, I, I hope this question makes sense, but what does that have to do with you? So, like, um, maybe I'll try to explain it better. The, the, uh, what, I, what, I, what, I, what I mean by what I mean by that is is you're wondering whether or not you're. A, I asked you why you think you're not a good father, and you were talking about. You responded by talking about other people's opinions of you. And the way that other people are treating you, which, you know, but, but I, I want to like, I will, I want to hear about what you think about yourself, not like what other people think about you as a father, but what do you, is it, are those opinions getting to you through to you and now you're kind of infantilizing yourself? I mean, maybe, I mean, like, you know, you hear things about yourself so much that like eventually you start to believe it. Okay. So like, I, I I think I think I'm just doing my best, and that's all you can do. But like, that's I'm great. constantly worried if that's enough. Great. So, so if you think you're so, I, I take take the external. If you think you're doing the best that you can do to be a father, then. Why, why are you anxious about whether or not you're a good father? Just because other people are treating you like a baby because you have autism? 
I mean, yeah, I, you know, it's also like we deal with court stuff right now. Yeah. So I recently had to get a guardian ad litem for the uh, custody battle thing. And it's basically a lawyer who comes and visits both houses and uh, determines which parent is better for like the child's well-being. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like my house, it's just me in a two-bedroom apartment. It's just me and my daughter. And at her mother's house, there's like 15 people in this house. One of the guys is a known predator. Um, she's got my daughter and like four other kids living in an unfinished basement. Um, and like the guardian came to both our houses and then like decided that like my place wouldn't be uh, suitable to raise the child here because my house was uh, disorganized. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's a lot. Mm. I'm sorry to hear that. Hmm. I want, but I, 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 obviously, you know, we're not gonna be able to, like, fix everything or anything. I don't know if this conversation has been remotely helpful for you, but um, at at least in terms of like. So just just to start off, just as like a f foundation of something, at least in terms of like what you can and cannot control in this situation, I hope that you take control of like your own perspective on yourself and wrestle it away from this idea that you're a bad father because you're trying your best and you know you're trying your best. You said it yourself. So, yeah, don't I, I just I hope you're not torturing yourself in that way and that you maintain and you know that you are a good father because you're trying your best. And even these things that are, you know, that you didn't choose that are, you know, like depression and anxiety, you know, you're you're not a bad father because you have depression and anxiety. You're a good father because you're fighting against those things with active effort because you care and that's the most important thing is that you care and you're trying so i hope you understand that um and that you're not uh, you know suffering more in your own brain internally uh, on top of the external suffering does any of that make sense or resonate with you in any way, shape, or form? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Um, do you have any th thoughts about any of that? Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm trying. That that that's why, I like, the court and stuff is, you know, we're I'm going through with that, and uh, you know, I've done all that I I could do. And I'm doing all that I could do. I just hope that, like, when my daughter gets older, she sees that. Hmm. Hmm. Do you... I don't know, man. I don't know. Is there any other aspect of, of this that you wanted to talk about specifically? No, I think I'm good. Um, was was this was this helpful in any way, shape, or form for your life? 
I I hope so. I mean, uh, this was like, <laughs> you know, it uh, just I had a lot of anxiety about making this call, and the fact that I did, like, I'm, you know, and I didn't just like hang up, you know. That's okay. I'm, I'm impressed with myself over that. Give it, give yourself some fucking credit. That's the, that's 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 the thing. Give yourself some credit. I just, it, dude, if you take one thing away from this call, I just hope you give yourself some credit because you're fighting. You have all these like things that you're fighting against internally, but the, you're fighting against them, right? You have uh, you have debilitating anxiety, but yet you picked up the phone and you called. Or, you know, you 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 didn't just sit around and succumb to your issues. You know, even if even if there are some or most days that you do, you know, you you, you tried. And I hope you look at evidence that exists that you tried your best, and I hope you internalize it because you know, the the stories that we fucking tell ourselves and they're important. Um, what's your name again? Uh, Zimblanity. Zimblanity. Did you pick that yeah. name for yourself? I did pick that name. What does that mean? What is that from? Uh, so Zimblanity is the opposite of serendipity. I do. You know what? I totally thought that was just a word that you made up. No. Zimblanity is the opposite of security. Of serendipity. It's the opposite of serendipity. Yeah. Okay, so, so what define serendipity for me. Uh so serendipity is like, you know, like a wonderful thing. Uh it's like a a stroke of genius, uh like a muse, you know, like it's and uh Zimblanity is like something that's unwanted but inevitable like <laughs> a grandma dying why did you name yourself that i just thought it sounded pretty i don't know sorry i don't mean to make fun of your the, the name that you chose for yourself but i just it sounds negative no i yeah yeah it sounds negative but like i'm you know i i like to i just i thought it sounded pretty I'd like to I'd like for people to hear that and then think of something positive. I think I think uh the people who are in my life hear Zimblanity and you know, think of uh me and the good good stuff we good times we have together. Okay. Alright, so you're you're taking you're taking Zimblanity back. You're you're flipping it. Yeah. You're making you're yeah. you're making it you're making Zimblanity into Serenity. Yes. All right, I respect that. Uh, Zimblanity, anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Yeah, um, I've been reading the chat as we've been having this talk. This chat is wonderful. Um, if it's okay, I'd like to give a shout out to my friend, if that's fine. Yeah, who's who's your friend? Uh, my friend is Cat Bogart. Could I plug their Instagram, or is that? Do they want you to plug their Instagram? Because a bunch of people might. They... Send them links to they would, um, they like would, weird Bitcoin addresses and shit. I mean, they would probably appreciate it. Oh, what do they do? What's the Instagram? Uh, they're a, a tattoo artist, so it's their professional page. All right, sure. Uh, it's Cat Bogart. Their page is Cat Bogart Inc. They are an amazing person. They're uh, uh, my favorite artist. They're just, they're all around a good bean. Do you know this person? I do. It's cat with a K. Okay. All right. We'll uh we'll check them out. Well, the thing is, I don't know. I guess if it's your thing, it's like all right. Well, you know, yeah. All right. We'll check that out. We'll we can people. Well, someone will go on Instagram and look at it and go like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Somebody added it in the chat. Uh. Well. Uh. Z. Have a good rest of your of your day. Uh, thank you, man. I I do feel that this helped. Okay, good. Thanks, man. I I appreciate that. I'm glad. Huh. Take care, Z. You too. All right, doing some trying, doing some real therapy at at therapy gecko.
trying our best. Um, yeah, that was, that was that was interesting. That was interesting. Um, dude, I don't know. Sometimes I really uh, with that whole thing of like I want to. I, I I I'm off and on about the whole thing of like I want to call you because I don't I can't call a real therapist. Like, there's definitely there's lots of days. Um, and times where that makes me uncomfortable, but there's also like a lot of days and times where I'm like, you know what? Let me give it a try. Fuck it. Why not? Let me give it a try. Let's dive in. Fuck it. Someday I do. I feel that way. I feel that way when I get really sad. When I get really like, if I'm walking into this thing and I'm and I'm sad myself, I'm like, oh, you got like a real serious, sad, dire thing. Yes, you know. Let's talk about it. I'll, let's get into yours. You know? Uh, I feel more... So And then I feel, I feel confident. I'm like, alright, maybe I can... You know, do do something. You know? Try to... But then there's a lot of times where I'm like, fuck, man. I just... I just, I don't know what the fuck I signed up for. But that that, that didn't feel like that. That didn't feel like that. I liked, I liked talking to Z. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, next next time we'll do more diarrhea stuff. Haven't had... A, had a, haven't had diarrhea stuff in a while actually and to be to be honest to be honest if my if i had to choose between a podcast of all diarrhea stuff and all um heavy stories i'd, I'd go with the heavy stories because i can only do so much diarrhea so i don't know i'm just i'm just being a gecko and doing a podcast uh sweet hey folks this episode is sponsored by better help Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Call from... Nicolas. Hello? Hey, what, uh, what's up? What, what? Wait, am I on the show? You're on the show. What's up, man? What's your name? Oh man, I'm Nick. That's crazy. How are you doing? Nick, uh I'm doing I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in there. What's going on with you? Oh my god, dude, this is crazy. I'm I'm chilling with my my like my two friends on Discord and I uh, I just started watching the stream and I was like, "Oh man, we like That's we should call and uh I, we were like, "Nah, we're not going to call." It so we like we didn't really watch too much of the show. I mean, I'm a big fan, but they, Thanks, my man. my friend doesn't watch. We're going to call, but uh I my dude, I'm like super stoned. But uh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I was a little, I was a little stoned earlier. I was actually, actually, right before I, t- I never, dude. All right, I'll just, I gotta be honest with you guys. I never do this, and I talk about how I never do this. I can't talk about how I never do it anymore because I've started not doing it all the time. But like, <laughs> I've had a couple. I've done a couple of these recording sessions. Um, like the past two of them, I was like, I was like, fuck it. 
let me, uh, and, and again, I, it's been three years. I never do this, but I was like, fuck it. Let me just get high and talk and talk and, uh, and just do the stream. And I did it high and I had a great time. I, I was like, I was up for like five hours fucking talking to people and it was great, which by the way is the worst thing that could possibly happen because do you know what happens if you don't, you know what happens if you live stream yourself as a gecko talking to people sober for three years and then you do it high once and it goes well do you know what happens nick i think you might turn into a gecko you that's a that's that's a good one i like that but what happens is you go oh that was so that was so great you know what i should do i should get high every time i go to record oh, my show and then and so this is this is high Recording session number two. I got. I have. I we're two, we're we're about two hours into this though, so um, I'm I'm kind of on like a you, this the this the down the come down from weed is is pretty bad. That's what I'm on right now. I actually thought for a second. I'm looking at my little vape pen right now, and I thought for a second about hitting it before talking to you. <laughs> so then you're you know I mean you're stoned, and I could have been like, oh, I'm stoned too. What's up, man? But. Hey man, uh, it's not too late to hit that blinker. Ah, damn it! I don't know. You don't want to make it a habit, right? Because then I'm gonna start. I just, I've been getting high too much. I've been crossing boundaries <laughs> that I had set. I, I, I had set certain boundaries of like, oh, I won't do it the, this day, and or I won't, I won't do it. Uh, you know, in the mornings, or you know, when I have this to do or that to do. But I, and I've started crossing these boundaries. It's hard because what I want so badly, I want to be. Fuck, Seth Rogen talks about how he, like, will get high and go into these, like, multi-million dollar movie pitches and stuff like that. I've, I've, I think I've told this story. I've probably told this story on the podcast before, but um, I had a friend. I was hanging out with my friend's brother. I was like, we were visiting him in New York, and he's like, he was, like, trying to be an actor. And he was in New York, like, auditioning. And he was telling us about this audition he was going to. And he's like, yeah, this is a huge part. I, you know, if I book this commercial, it's going to be going to be a ton of money. And it's, like, really important. And this is, this is like, a dream gig. And uh, I really, really hope I get it. And then right before he leaves to this audition that he's talking about how important it is, he just takes the biggest bong rip I've ever <laughs> seen. And he walks out the door to this fucking audition and i'm like i wish i could do that so badly i wish i wish i could like just smoke weed like it was nothing and it just made my life easy and fun all the time and so and it's like a roll of the dice man because like like last you know the other night when i did when i did the stream hi it was great it was it was a great five hours and it did do that it did what i always wanted it to do just make things feel a little more easy and fun but it doesn't always do that it doesn't always do that. And you can't always count on it doing that every single time. Because if you do, then you'll run into I, so many times where I'll think it's going to do that. And then about a minute, once it starts really kicking in, I'm like, why the fuck did I just get high before going <laughs> to the grocery store? That was a stupid idea. <laughs> and now I'm walking around the grocery store forgetting why I came in and thinking about my life. And it was just stupid. So I do it because I want to be like my friend's brother. I want... To have weed just be like a thing that makes my life better, but it's too, it's too much of a gamble. Um, has being stoned helped you enjoy my rambling at all, or has it made it worse? Oh, it's made it so much better. <laughs> um, it's just, I feel like uh, I, I can understand with you, your your rambling because I'm on like a, a very similar wavelength right now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel nervous I'm at all? Not, do you do you feel anxious or paranoid that you sound stupid? No, dude, I'm stupid. <laughs> it's, it's all right. <laughs> Are you still on Discord with your friends? Yeah, I'm on Discord with my friends right now. Uh, I just stepped away from the computer so I can hear. Okay, cool. I was I I was hoping you weren't still try. I guess having a conversation with them and me that would that would that would be stupid. Well, all right, Nick Nicholas Nick. Yeah, it's Nick. Uh, dude, it's okay if there's not. We can just keep... We can just sit in silence. I don't care. Um, uh, hey, do you play this... Do you play any video games? Yeah, I play video games. I don't I don't play, like, uh, like Valorant or any of, like, the online shit. 
have you heard of Dark and Darker? Nope. Oh my god. You have to play Dark and Darker. Is it on the Nintendo Switch? Oh, unfortunately not. I am never, ever, ever going to play it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, it's the worst game ever made, but it's amazing. <laughs> All right, well, you're really selling it. Um, <laughs> was that what you... I, I was I was going to say before I... Uh, whatever. Was there anything in particular you called in to want to talk about? It, it's No, not exactly, but I, I, I could... You know, I can talk to you about how much I, like, love and hate this one game, Dark and Darker. It's very new, like, early access game. What other what other games do you play? I play other games I hate, like Rust. Why do you, why do you play so many games that you hate? Oh, because it's a... Because it, there's, there's, like, a... I play survival games. And... So it's just it's you and and me it's me and my my best friend, and we play these games together. And it's us against the whole world. The whole in Rust, it's this one game we play quite often. It's uh, you have to like you start off and you're on like in this island and you have a, a rock and you're naked, your dick is out and your your balls are out, and uh, and you, everyone else around you is like the same way. And you have to build a, a like a base and then you get like guns and you have to, like shoot people. And you take their bases and you blow into their bases and take all their shit. And the entire time they're all, they're like they're trying to blow into your base and they're screaming at you that you know they're gonna get on the on the game when you're offline and take your stuff. So you can't that's, sleep, you know. That's but, so much. That sounds like so much fun playing that so game with your friends. That sounds like so much fucking fun. Damn. I wish I I haven't played I haven't really played games online with my friends. Dude, I I really haven't done that since middle school, or like early high school. I, I haven't done that in in a decade, over a decade. It's fun, man. It's fun. I mean, I'll play like I play like uh I'll play LAN, shit. You know, mm-hmm. play some Mario Kart. Play I played a, a ton of Super Smash Bros. Melee. Uh, in high school and college and a little bit after college, but uh, I haven't played online in a while. Um, that sounds so much fun. How old are you? Are you in college right now? Uh, no, right now I'm not in college, and I'm 22. Okay, what do you uh, what do you do with your life? Uh, I I make music, and I work at pizza place. You make music and you work at a pizza place? Yeah. Is the pizza any good? No, it's the shittest pizza ever. What's it What's the pizza place? Oh, no. <laughs> is it a, is it a chain? Is it a chain? Is it a chain? No, it's not a big chain. Well, well it's right, like you don't a have little to, chain. All right. Uh, you don't have to you don't have to put it on blast, but um, it, it's it has to do with New York, but it's it's not it's not very good. But Okay. I mean, it's good when I get it for free, but besides that, oh, yeah. it's, it's pretty bad. It's hard to fuck up pizza. I disagree. Um, I fuck up pizza. I fucked up a lot of pizzas. Yet, do you, do you deliver uh, pizzas or do you make the pizzas? I cut the pizza. All right, so and you are involved. In box. You, you, you. Have you fucked up a lot of pizzas cutting them stupidly? Yeah, dude. Like, and it's not even the like. Sometimes I just forget to cut them. <laughs> you forget <laughs> pizza. to cut them? Yeah, because you know. Uh, let okay, me ask. So I, let time... me ask you a question before you answer the because. It, do you get high at work? I get high before work, and then I get high <laughs> after work. <laughs> That's the that's that's the <laughs> most hilarious way of. No, I don't get high at work. I get high before work. It's different. <laughs> yeah, because then I ha- I get to experience the uh like the calm down, and then gradually I feel like I get better and better at my job. Okay, I don't. Th- I I I'm gonna challenge you. I don't think weed is making you better at your job. It might make your job no, better for I'm you. More sober. Oh, okay. You're getting better. You're getting more sober as the night progresses. Yeah. So then I get better and better. So at the end of the night, I close and I'm just like 
hyper aware. Hmm. Um, okay. You're 22. You like to get high. You work at a pizza place. Uh, there's a, there's a really funny onion article that says something like everyone involved in the, uh, manufacturing delivery and consumption of pizza, extremely high. Uh, whatever. I thought it was funny. Anyway. Um, all right. So what, all right. So you work at a pizza place, you get high, you play video games with your friends. That kind of, that sounds awesome. Honestly, it sounds pretty cool. Do you have higher aspirations or are you set? Uh, I really, really want to play music for people. Okay. What kind of music do you make? Uh, I, I like, I like me. I really like jazz. I really love jazz and I really love indie music. And I just want to make music that is very personal to myself. And I, I mean, I just love music so much, very much. It's, it's always been an escape for me. So, uh, I don't know. I, I just want to make music that is solely me. And it's what I just create, what I only I can create. Because I, I think that it's, I, I'm, you know, I, I know there's so many other artists, but I, I'm still my, myself and only I can say, I only I can make music I can make, and I just want to make my jazz indie music. That's a beautiful way of thinking about it, making only what you can make. That's really how you should make stuff. Yeah, so, so beautiful. Love music. That's cool. I like that. You can make music from the unique perspective of a guy who likes to get high and play video games. No, I'm just fucking with you. Um, what per, What perspective... Do you make the music from? Uh, I, I guess I, I think about music like my I, I look at the perspective I take is I, I, I try to see the full image of a some of a completed idea in my head. And then I try to break it down into its smaller individual parts and, and try to achieve achieve the idea I had who, in my head. Who do you like? Oh, music uh, I really like yeah, Charlie Parker. Charlie Parker, okay. Uh, who else? I really like Miles Davis. Miles, all right. I like Miles. I was. I don't know who Charlie Parker is, but I, I listen to a lot of Miles Davis. Oh, he's so he was so awesome. I was listening to. He just had a new remastered album come. I mean, like, well, he he's dead, but uh, they remastered uh, a, like a, one of his sessions not too long ago, and I've been listening to it, and it's super amazing. It's called uh, I think Move. It's amazing. Nice, nice. Oh no, second well, time around. You, it's amazing. Do you post shit? Do you make TikToks and whatever? Do do you do you put things on the internet? No, I I don't. I think that's my problem. Are you nervous? Yeah, I do. I do get nervous about it, but I I try. I'm trying to break out of my shell. Are you nervous that the the 12-year-old boys that you're gunning down in this video game are going to find out that you make music and mass uh uh like one star it on whatever streaming service you put it on? Uh now I am. Mm. Mm. Oh, so you're nervous what, is it like a thing of being enemies. perceived? Not exactly. Okay, so what's the issue? I think it's just I've I've been working on getting to a level that is I guess good enough in my head, but I think that that just keeps getting to a higher standard. And then uh and then I, I put I used to put myself down a lot, but I've tried to how do you say like calm that down, which I have, and now I've I've I feel a lot more comfortable. And uh, I've been a little bit more active in making music lately. You know, I've been trying to, I've been creating more songs and and uh, really practicing more and, and playing and getting on Ableton and just and starting something a lot more often. And I, I have a new like met way of like thinking about it, which isn't so hard on myself. Are you enjoying the process? Oh, I love it now. Oh, okay. Well, then you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be you'll be better. You I, I you 
making music in your room and showing it to no one and enjoying doing that, you'll be happier than somebody who's like, uh, just, I don't know, trying to go, trying to get TikTok famous for the sake of getting TikTok famous. You know what I'm saying? So you're fine. You're going to have a great life. I, I think, uh, I think, I think you got it going on. Do you, do you feel that way? Uh, yeah, I, I do think so. I, I know I have amazing people in my life, but my best friends are, are listening to the show right now. And man, I love them so much. They're awesome. That's cool, man. You're going to get back there and they're all going to call you gay for saying that. Yeah, they call me gay already. They're probably calling me gay this second. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, Well, Nick... So loud. Is there anything else you wanted to to say before we get out of here? Uh, I hope you hit that blinker. What does that mean? Why have I been seeing that around? Oh, because a blinker is when you hit your vape pen and you hit oh. it until the vape pen blinks because it just can't get it just can't power anymore. I've just, never I've never done that. Lungs. I don't want to do that. It sounds that sounds like too much. It is too much. But okay, thanks for explaining what that means. I was wondering what that meant. You hit you do whatever with your life. Hey, how do I get free pizza from you? Uh dude, I don't even get free pizza. <laughs> like I barely get free pizza. So right. I mean you can you can get I'm, it. I'm, you don't have to you don't have to actually give me an answer to that question. Um Nick, thank you very much for calling. Gek bless you and enjoy God, enjoy your life. I'm jealous of you. You get to m- eat pizza and Get high and well, I guess I can do that too. All right. In fact, I'm gonna actually go do that. <laughs> I hope you enjoy that. Thank you. Thanks, I, Nick. Uh, Take thank care. you for having me on. I really, really, I love your show. You, you're my favorite streamer. I listen to like every single one of your episodes. Oh shit! Uh, you know, like, dude, your your show is amazing. Thanks, it's, man. Uh, what you do for people is just awesome. You know, the people Thanks, you have man. on really give me different perspectives, and, and you know, after watching your show. I think about some things, you know, very, like, how do you say, very, like, niche topics very differently and openly, and I I really appreciate your show for that. Thanks, man. That makes me feel very happy to hear. I'm always wondering if people are uh, listening to this, so I I, uh, I appreciate it, man. I really do. Um, good luck Good luck to you. Good luck to, to in your life. Damn, I'm fucking awkward. I wish I had a... Better. I really do appreciate you saying what you said, and I'm thinking like, what's the best, most gracious way to respond to uh, you? You know what you can say nice to me. You can say "ya tu sabe." Ya tu sabe. What does that mean? That ya means yes, sabe. I know. That means I yeah, you, you. you already know. Oh, ya tu sabe. Uh, ya tu so, sabe. Soy, soy la soy la rana de de la playa, baby. Oh yeah. Ya tu sabe. Dale. Adios. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts, go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. 
Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low sugar sodas, and low sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8 Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Call from... Hello? Hello? What's your name? Haley. What's up, Haley? How's life? Um, it's all right. <laughs> Is there any particular aspect of it or of anything that you uh, wanted to talk about tonight? Um, I didn't, nothing specifically. I just wanted to chat. Okay, well, um, you, uh, you said that your life was, was, could be better? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. Okay, well, what would make it better? Um, just, like, a better job and an apartment, just shit like that where where do you what do you do now as a job um i work at a zoo that sounds like a cool job actually no that, that sounds like a horrible job uh, it's 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 fun it's just it's just like we're under like a new employment people system so it like sucks hard right now have the pigs taken over the farm is your boss a giraffe uh yeah Unfortunately, that's uh, I would want. I would if uh, my boss was a giraffe, I would quit too. I would be like, "This is actually no, I wouldn't. I would stay. That'd be awesome you if know, your boss was a giraffe." Yeah, I think I think maybe a giraffe could run the zoo better, probably. Ooh, shots fired! Zoo director, yeah. get fucked. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, all right. So you work at the zoo. You get to touch koalas, and that's always fun. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I make pretzels, man. I just work at like the the food and beverage service. You make pretzels at you make pretzels <laughs> at the zoo. Yes. You're like that fuck. You're like, dude. You're like the grandpa from Up. That's a grandpa from Up job that you oh have. Oh my god, that is so funny. <laughs> you're like that guy. How old are you? I am that guy. I'm twenty. Okay. It's a little too young to be making pretzels at the zoo. <laughs> How is that too young to be making pretzels at the zoo? Because the guy who makes whoever the person that makes the pretzels at the zoo <laughs> is supposed to like they don't just make pretzels, they give you inspirational life lessons that can only be fully understood by people who've lived at least 75 years of life. No. That's not true. I just That's make how pretzels. that's how it works in the movies. Uh, all right, you make pretzels at the it's, zoo. It's not why a movie. is it? Why is it? Why does that make you unhappy? Why is that bad? Like working at the zoo. I mean, it's not. It's not like the job itself. Like it's fun. I like seeing the animals and stuff whenever I get to. But it's just like the people who run it have like ruined it hard. <laughs> How much of a dick do you have to be to ruin the zoo? What are they doing to ruin it? <laughs> They just treat their employees like shit. Like, they took away, like, we would get, like, a free meal a day, but they, like, took that away, and they make us pay, like, $20 for, like, extra uniforms. Really? Even even yeah. the an even the animals get a free meal a day. <laughs> I, I know. They treat them better than us. Have you said that? Have you, have you, have you stormed in? Because that's the perfect <laughs> thing. That's the perfect thing to say to your boss at the zoo. You treat the animals better than you do us that's a perfect thing i yeah i mean I, w I would say that to him but i don't get to like talk to the the big man just like there's like people who are in charge of us and then there's people in charge yeah. of them and then it's like a big 
thing. Is the, is is the pretzel is making the pretzels the lowest rung of the ladder? No, I think um, I think really? security guard security guard they get paid less than us. really, <laughs> really. Yeah, you get you can you get paid less as a security <laughs> guard than you do for making pretzels. Let me tell you why that's fuck. Yeah. You know what? Uh, so I was at I went to a zoo recently in Australia. Uh, shout out to the Lone Pine Koala Sanctuary. I went there and it was the first time I'd ever gone to a zoo where they have a, a, a place where it's like an open field sort of thing. There's like a fence. But you can actually go in there and touch and pet kangaroos and emus and all these like big fucked up animals. And I was thinking about this. Thousands of people and they're ch- very chill. Like, little kids run up to them and, like, you know, rub all up on them and shit. And, like, they don't care. They're very docile. They might be drugged. I don't know. But I think about how much, like, you know, thousands of people are going into the zoo every day and and, and interacting with these animals. And they're wild animals. There's no real control there. How much tomfuckery has to be going on? There has to have been at least one incident where a kangaroo kicked an old lady in the face. And the security guard's job is to is to secure these animals. So how is how are they? It sounds it's, it just seems like an important job. The mall, the the zoo security well, guard. Well, at, at mine, um, the security guards just like patrol the zoo. They watch the people more than the animals. But someone actually like fell into the cheetah exhibit like two weeks ago. <laughs> What was what was that? So what was that not. like? Did they get uh did they get fucked up? Um, I don't think he I think the the cheetah just kind of like sat there and like looked at him cuz she was like with her trainer or something. So, it was fucking weird. They they like locked down the whole zoo. It's crazy. Somebody fell into the cheetah. Oh, you're you're dude, you're literally living in a in a in a little in a little <laughs> Disney movie. You're making pretzels at the zoo, and then a guy comedically fell over into the cheetah exhibit. You're living in a in a in a cartoon. Yeah, it feels like it sometimes. What I, I don't want to ask what zoo you work at. What um, uh, okay. What else is bad with your life? These all sound like good, funny things. Um, I don't know. Just a lot of like. I don't know, family drama and stuff. That kind of thing. What, uh, uh, I mean, you don't have to get into that if you don't want to, but what, do you, uh, do you want to? Um, no, maybe, maybe not right now, but we can talk Sweet. about something else. That's cool. <laughs> Honestly, I'm glad, I'm, I'm, is it bad that I'm glad that you said no so that we can, uh, talk more about the zoo? I would love to. There's been a lot. There's been a lot of conversations on this podcast about um, deep issues between uh, family members, and not not a lot about uh, guys falling into cheetah enclosures. So we might (laughs) let's balance it out. Uh, What's your dream? What's your dream? Um. Well. It was when I was little. It was like always to like be a zookeeper and stuff. So I guess it's still that. So I'm just like, I don't know, kind of getting closer to that. But I love that idea though that you're gonna you're gonna rise the ranks. <laughs> this is sick. This is sick. You're gonna rise the ranks from doing the pretzels to be to owning the zoo. Yeah. It honestly, like, it's happened before. People go from like the food service to like being a whole zookeeper and stuff. So it's definitely possible. That's sweet. Uh, I like I like that idea. I'm trying to think of what else I know about zoos. What's the coolest animal they got at this zoo? Um, God, I don't know. They have a lot of animals. For me, it's the the red pandas. They're really they're really cute. They're my favorite. Ah. Uh. Oh, yeah, I like I like red pandas. That's like the that's the guy from Red, right? Turning red. Yeah. There's, there's that's, a, that's a red panda. Too. Yeah. Geckos. What kind of what kind of geckos are they? Day geckos. 
Yeah, there's actually one of those, and they have like crested geckos and shit. All the geckos, man. Um, that's awesome. Do they? Do they ever? Do they look like they have any thoughts? Mm, maybe some we don't. We don't know about. We're never gonna find out. But they, they look, look like they do. Do they look sad ever? I think you know. I think maybe they do. Just like sitting in that cage all day and just having kids just like smear their faces and lick the glass. It might it make me sad to to have to live in there. Yeah. Um. Well, maybe that. You know what? You know what? All right. I'll give you a blessing. Mm-hmm. That will cosmically, it won't ensure anything, but it'll co- cosmically point the universe in the, I'm, man, I'm going to manifest it. I'm going to cosmically point the universe in the direction of you one day owning the zoo, working your way up from the pretzel making. But you got to do me a favor okay. before I do that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to promise me that when you own the zoo, you will free the geckos. <laughs> I promise, Lyle. When I own the zoo, I will free the geckos. You have my word. Uh, Haley, is there anything else you want to... Uh, that's probably not your... Is that your name? Yeah. <laughs> Haley, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, I don't know. Free the geckos, man. Free the geckos. That's going on a t-shirt. See ya, Haley. Yay! Thank you. Bye. Therapy geckos on the line, taking your phone calls every night. Therapy geckos doing it right, teaching you how to live your life. But he's not really an expert. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.